Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student radio since 1971. That is over 50 years now. I'm your host, Jack Hart, alongside my color man, Davis Carroll. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from around the Auburn Okalika megaplex and around the world however you may be tuning in today whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna through the information superhighway at weglfm.com or watching our live stream on our youtube page on youtube.com you can also catch our podcast anywhere you get your podcast i listen on spotify but you can also look on transistor fm for all of the options available to you But however you are listening today, we are happy to have you in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. And now broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin WEGL studios in the Harold Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where it is a partly cloudy 73 degrees outside this fine Wednesday morning on this first day of September. It's Compact Discourse. We wish you a most sincere good morning as we get on with the show Davis, how are you feeling? How are you doing on this first day of September, this fine Wednesday morning? Feeling pretty good, especially that it wasn't pouring rain walking here today. It was a nice change of pace after it rained pretty much all day yesterday, and we had to deal with it. So, looking forward to the sunshine today. However, it may not last long, as I will get to later in the show, as we are still dealing with the run-on effects from Hurricane and now Tropical Storm Ida. At this point, I would like to remind our audience that at any point in the next two hours, you feel so inclined to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the unlikely event that we get something wrong, you can go ahead and correct us. You can call in at 334-844-WEGL. That's 334-844-9345. You can also shoot us a tweet at CDISCAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. And our dedicated team of call screeners will handle your inquiry i might be a little more likely to get to that twitter it's a little one one less thing in my hand to deal with this morning so we are excited to get into the show as always we're going to start off with a few campus announcements as we like to do so as i switch over to the two camera view so you can see me and davis this morning and you can also see twitter handle and Uh, some of the places you can listen to our podcast. So if you're watching on the video stream, please enjoy the two-cam review. And if you're listening in your car or on your computer, head over to YouTube, search for WGL 91.1, and check out our YouTube live stream. You can also re-watch the show at any point throughout the day. Pause, rewind, go back, all that good stuff. So be sure to check out our YouTube page if you want to get more of all things Compact Discourse. All right, so taking a look at the campus news, we have once again Auburn launching their DEI website for, uh, for diversity, equity, and inclusion resources. The webpage is auburn.edu inclusion. It provides access to resources for current and prospective students, faculty, staff, parents, and alumni. The page was created to serve as a vehicle for the university's ongoing commitment to embracing all members of the Auburn family while making sure everyone feels welcome as students return to campus for the fall semester. If you want to know more about that, you can obviously go to auburn.edu slash inclusion. 
something else to get excited about uh, coming up this weekend. Not only is it a college football Saturday, which we will get to later in the show, it is also the debut of the Auburn University PSA, or the little commercial that gets played during football games and on the big board before football games in Jaron-Hare Stadium. You might even hear an audio version here on Weagle, as we've done in the past. So we are looking at that getting debuted this weekend during the football game on television. But a uh, quick preview of what's coming up. It will debut on February, or sorry, <laughs> Facebook rather, on Friday, September 3rd. I got my lines mixed up there. Uh, it's going to be spotlighting Auburn's work in the three areas focused on cutting-edge technology and the university's upward and forward movement. So it looks like aviation, um, the one of those Boston Dynamics dogs. You know what I'm talking about, Davis? The ones that can like do j- crazy jumps and flips and stuff. Yeah, the yellow ones with the backwards knees that kind of always look like they're a little nervous. I'm not convinced those are real yet. I still haven't seen one in person. <laughs> well, there was one at my job this past summer, and... It, was it, it doing flips? I never saw it around? move. It was always just kind of in a crumpled heap in the corner. I think it's just there to scare you. I don't think they actually do all those jumps and flips and tricks. All right. And then uh, I think it looks like some kind of botany going on there. Someone's growing some plants with some gloves. So three things Auburn excels at, including aviation and agricultural department. So um, if you're watching the football game, that is September 4th this Saturday. Auburn is playing Akron, of course. Uh, on ESPN Plus, if you want to watch it on TV, if you're not in Jordan-Hare Stadium, be sure to look out for the In Auburn, that's the name of it, PSA, that's uh, launching on Facebook but being debuted during the football game. Also, Auburn University COVID expert Fred Cam, Dr. Fred Cam, has provided another video update on the COVID-19 situation. If you want to go to your This Week at AU email or the University COVID-19 Resource Center, you can watch the video from Dr. Fred Cam. Uh, he's giving just an update discussing how uh, when you know it's time to get tested and the best way to get a COVID-19 test and as well as why it's important to self-report. All right, and then lastly, something we discussed ad nauseum yesterday, but apparently 4,000 Tiger cards still need to be added to Tiger wallets, Apple wallets, Android wallets, Google wallets, BlackBerry wallets, any kind of digital secure wallet or the university will continue to pester us about the fact that it is not done yet. And, of course, this is a public service announcement to remind you that if you're interested in going to the football game on Saturday or any athletic event throughout the course of the year, whether that be to go see SUNY Lee this spring in gymnastics or checking out Auburn Volleyball, if you want to see um, our weekly team call that from the sidelines, you are going to need not only a Tiger card, you're going to need that Tiger card, Physically, from the Get app, inserted into your Apple wallet. That's called provisioned, quote-unquote, by the university. So if you see that term thrown around, that is what they mean. They want it in your Apple wallet. And uh, they're bothering me a little bit in my email because it's not technically in my Apple wallet because I I, I put it in there when I need it to, and I take it out when I don't need it. So the university is a little mad at me for not having it. You're one of the 4,000. I am. The... they keep bothering me about it in my email. I'm like, I understand, I understand what they want from me, but I, I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make at the moment. You just don't like a passcode on your phone that much. I really don't. It's the muscle memory. I've, I haven't had one for for years, and it's, 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 it's too late to learn. I, I mean, I, I obviously I need one when I get a job and all that, but I, I want to enjoy my my last year of freedom without one. <laughs> okay. Well, they're, they're trying to take it from me. That's that. 
Can't really do much about that. All right, moving on to your Auburn-Alabama weather report. Right now it's 73 degrees, mostly cloudy. Um, was outside. Can confirm that is indeed true. Uh, the high of 85, 85 today, low of 69. So a little bit cooler than what we've been seeing in the past two weeks we've been doing this show. Um, not getting up to 90 today, and that is because of the clouds and the rain that will be coming later on this afternoon. So this morning there's only a 4% chance of rain, but as the clock ticks on, so will the chance of rain. The clouds are going to continue to stay here for the afternoon, where it's going to be 22% chance of rain and 84. This evening it's going to cool way off down to 72, but we will have a 60% chance of rain and some scattered thunderstorms as Ida continues to spread its arms and across the southeast. I've had overnight temperature. It's going to be cloudy with a 15% chance of rain. So not quite out of it yet as Ida is still sticking around. It looks like Ida is kind of in that area where Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia, Tennessee, and North Carolina all come together in the Appalachian Mountains. So continuing to cause thunderstorms across the southeast is Tropical Depression Ida. All right. Well, I think that's all of the housekeeping out of the way. So let's jump right into the fun stuff, including something we briefly touched on yesterday. But as the day went on, more and more and more information continued to pour out about it. And that is, if you'll bear with me here, the fact that IMG Academy, which is a um, it's a high school down in Florida, which really is, is a specialty sports school. They, they, try to, they field one of the best football teams in the country year in and year out because that's what the school is designed to do. IMG is a, a sports broadcasting company. And so they are, they, the explicit purpose of the school is to, provor- is to field competitive sporting teams. They were on an ESPN showcase over the weekend against another team, uh, allegedly from Columbus, Ohio, but it has come to light that... This team is not from Columbus, Ohio. In fact, they're not really from anywhere. And the story continues to unravel the deeper you go down. So this team is known as Bishop Sycamore. And, I mean, honestly, Davis, that's about the only concrete piece of evidence we can figure out about this team. There was a player that they like were able to interview that kind of gave the rundown on what was happening a little bit. Like... All, apparently, all the players knew was, like, they were told that this is a brand-new school and they should get on the bus, like, pretty soon so they can get a big – something be like the IMG Academy of Columbus, what they were told. Mm-hmm. And then they just literally lived in one of the coaches' houses, like all the players, for a few weeks, and they weren't getting – there was no money coming in. There was no food, so they had to go steal food from, like, stores and stuff. Pretty interesting. Yeah, so um, just a, a few a few bullet points about this this team, Bishop Sycamore. Um, this is coming coming from from Schlosser on um, on Twitter, who is a, a YouTube personality. Um, so ESPN could not verify who any of their players were in the scouting databases. Any of them. Most of the players were JUCO dropouts who were 19 years old and older. So IMG Academy with a bunch of 17-year-olds beat this team of effectively grown men. Uh, At least one player was using a fake name and lied about recruiting. Their address, the school address, is listed as a residential house, which is probably that house you were talking about. Their head coach, of course, has an an active arrest warrant for his arrest. And... What's that? Does anybody... Have they said what the warrant is? 
I don't know. No. I'm going to look into that. Um, it has no record of existing in uh, o- OSHA, which I know is Occupational Health and Safety Association, but I assume is, is, is Ohio's form of the Athletic Association. Um, they're based out of a Texas league, and they're still scheduled to play Duncanville on September 10th. I think all those might have got canceled by now. <laughs> I, I feel like they, uh, they might have gotten they wise got figured in the situation. Out uh, the coach is, uh, has an, a warrant for a failure to appear in court for a domestic violence case. Interesting. So um, we also have a picture of the roster that they gave ESPN as a spotting board for the game on Sunday night. Interesting. And it looks less professional than some of the stuff we use here at Weagle. I've been given stuff like that when I was in high school. They just, like, scribble it down and give it to me. So, I mean, like, I guess if it's the ESPN game, it should be a little bit better than I mean, that. yeah. So and they have record they, – they, they have – there are, they have played games in the past. It's not like this was, this was cobbled together just explicitly for this game. I mean, it kind of was, considering this is how high school teams make their money, is getting getting a big check to play on ESPN. But this, this Bishop Sycamore, a lot of people are piecing together games they have played in the past, including a bizarre game where both teams wore all black uniforms uh, in Pennsylvania over this weekend. Uh, but there's very little a very sparse paper trail of this team existing long before two weeks ago. They've nuked their website. The phone, the number list on Max Preps goes straight to voicemail and doesn't say Bishop Sycamore like I hoped it would. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, it, it's pretty weird. Their website is hosted on Blogspot, <laughs> if you can believe that. Um, so, like, you have something else, real quick. I mean, I, I'm looking for some some more interesting stuff. Some of this stuff's kind of boring. What 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 what's? I know it's supposed to be allegedly a money la- money laundering scheme. I know they're still looking at that, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure how exactly. I guess if it's a fake business, you can la- launder money through that. But it, it wasn't very effective. How are they making money from this? Well, I think they're trying to get it off the ground and being a little sneaky in doing so. Just hoping nobody would check up. And it looks like it's worked so far. Because, I mean, if you schedule a team and they show up in a school bus with players, yeah, you just assume they came that. from a high school. Yeah. Hmm. Um, we've also seen pretty funny videos of, of players sharing the same helmet. Uh, when, when they make a substitution, one just tosses the helmet to the other one. So we're basically looking at a school that isn't a school, does not belong to an education system, has unknown player status, doesn't have a home stadium, doesn't have a website, and no f- voicemail is what no, we learned yeah, yesterday. There's, there's but no, no, there is a number to call, but it doesn't do anything. But apparently they played a ton of good teams in the past and have a ton of good prospects right now. I mean, that makes sense to me. Interesting. All right. This is going to be a crazy 30 for 30 in 10 years. We are going to head to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this Bishop Sycamore situation as it continues to unfold. We also have a pretty exciting show lined up for you. We've got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Chris Smith, who is building Auburn University and the surrounding area in Minecraft. He's coming on on 830. Then I got DJP and Will Root coming on for the second hour to talk music. You're not going to go with you aren't going to want to go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis Carroll on this first day of September. It is a Wednesday. It is sunny outside, but not for long, so be sure to pack that raincoat if you're making an extended trip out to campus or work today because the rain is coming this afternoon. All right, we're going to jump right back into our discussion about Bishop Sycamore right after I gave a quick plug to the WEGL social media pages. That is at WEGL underscore AU on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to check those out. If you're watching our video broadcast on the YouTube page, just look at the sidebars for all the information you need. They're all right there, so go ahead and go check them out. Aaron, our marketing director, is working super hard to put together some great content. The Instagram is about as cool as it's ever looked in my five years here at Weagle, so be sure to check that out. Give us a follow and get excited for the new content that's coming out. Also, I want to bring to your attention that there is an event tonight right here on campus. I think about 30 feet from where we're sitting right now, but above us in the Starbucks in the Harold Melton Student Center, UPC and The Circle are putting together an open mic night. So you may hear some singer-songwriters, you may hear some poems. You never know what you're going to hear. It is an open mic night after all. I might get up there and do some improv. I haven't really worked on my material though, so we'll we'll see. Um, But I definitely will be there tonight, and uh, I know our dedicated team of sound engineers will be setting that up as well. So If you want to learn about sound engineering, it's also a great opportunity to check that out as well. It's something I'm completely clueless about, and it seems like magic every time I look at it. I also want to give a quick shout-out to Cheetah Print, which is Chris Tobias' show, All Things Funk, Soul, R&B, Take You Back to the 70s. That's coming on tonight at 8 p.m., however you may be listening to this on WEGLFM.com or the radio. You can listen to Cheetah Print tonight at 8 p.m. with Chris DeBias. That open mic night, by the way, it is at 6.30 upstairs by the Starbucks in the Student Center, and it's going to last until 8.30. So it's going to rain this evening. Come inside, get a coffee, and listen to some open mic night action as UPC and The Circle put together one another one of their fabulous events. All right, let's jump back in, Davis. Over the break, you did mention to me that Bishop Sycamore has fired their coach. Yes, Roy Johnson is in, is his name. The one that had an arrest warrant. Yes. The story keeps getting better. Also, on their Twitter, there's uh, allegedly a player for them trying to, like, stating his their case, why all the stuff on ESPN isn't true. If you like me to read it. Does it seem like a real player? Does it seem like a real guy, Davis? He does. Okay. I mean, he seems to have more tweets than, yeah. Like, he wasn't just made. Let's see, he joined in August 2013, so he's he's real, I'd say. He said, they're over-exaggerating. I played too. We, we weren't robbing stores. They their, uh, their lives were not ruined. They don't care about football. Now, all of a sudden, they're under every post whining. Nobody wants to hear that. And th- Bishop Sigmore is retweeting all this. The real spill about Bishop Sycamore and COF, in parentheses, because they are two different programs which is an interesting thing to add, was that uh, it, it was what you made it. A lot of my former teammates are blaming Roar when in, actual, in actuality they didn't care about football. They just liked the attention. And we were getting our butts whooped on the field. Uh, 
he he's cursing a little bit, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to censor it. I mean, the whole thing kind of smacks of a multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah. If I can if I can borrow some words from somebody else, um, it's also kind of been tied to. It seems like this grift has been tried another time in Ohio as well with the Christians of Faith Academy, and at, at, as as the Twitter investigators continue to dig through this, obviously the story just broke on Sunday um, and Monday, so. People are still looking into it, and uh, I, I know station manager Grayson, I, I sicked him on this as well, and he went on the Wayback Machine to check out what has been going on on their website, and it's, it seemed, it's pretty scanty, the evidence uh, that this, this college has existed for more than just a few months because he was unable to find any record of that Bishop Sycamore website existing other than one edition back in earlier this year. Interesting. This is a this is a gonna be an interesting story once it pans out more once we find out what's really going on. Right, because a lot of people are throwing allegations around right now, but I'd like to see when the cream rises to the top, and we finally figured out what exactly happened here. It's going to be pr- pretty interesting. Well, and it turns out just be an actual online charter school. Right. It, it that still be a good thirty for thirty. Um, it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, at the very least, John Boyce will will get on this. Oh, that'd be a good one. I can't wait for a chart party about Bishop Sycamore. Also, something I, I, I noticed and and failed to bring up yesterday is that we haven't completely... Have you seen pictures of them playing games? Yes. We haven't completely ruled out that they are potentially using the Birmingham Irons jerseys. Just all black. All black with silver numbers. I feel like that's probably the easiest jersey they could get. Like the cheapest. They're like, yeah, just give us the all black one. We'll get a little. Like Academy probably already had those. Yeah. They didn't even have to order them. You just put on the little the little dude on the, it. A little knight. Yeah. Probably a stock image. It's just like everything about them. So like it's like just a creative team. You, you'd think they would. I don't know. I feel like you'd think they put in a little more effort. Like that sounds pretty like condescending in hindsight but any bit of scrutiny makes this fall apart like how did you not realize that if you gave espn a incomplete and forged roster effectively that this wasn't going to become a national story i think is that what you wanted did you want to become infamous make him infamous there you go I think that if this if ESPN hadn't broadcast it, we would have never found out. I agree. I mean, this this really something a thought I was having yesterday about this is just how much stuff goes on in the world that isn't up to par if it just goes completely unnoticed. Or we would have found out in twenty years after someone wrote a book, right? Like a tell all, and then we're like, how do we now know about this? And you're like, I played against them. I mean, there's just crazy. too much information to parse all of it. So a lot of people get by on on ignorance. And unfortunately, they got what they wanted. They stepped right into the spotlight and immediately collapsed. So, I can't wait for it to become an actual school now. People are going to be like, let's make Bishop Sycamore real. And they're going to get like Nike sponsorships. Unbelievable. That'd be awesome. All right. I'd buy some merch. So we're going to talk a little bit about baseball before we head to another break. Did you have any thoughts on anything you saw in baseball yesterday? I Davis? did. Uh, Blake Snell threw seven uh, seven no pitch or no hit innings before the combined no pitch or I don't know why I keep saying no pitch no hit no hitter against the uh, 
Diamondbacks, I think it was, maybe. Yeah, a a a no pitch, a no pitcher would be much more impressive than a no hitter. Yeah, it'd be like, I guess there's really, I was trying to think of like maybe there's a way that could happen, but there isn't at all. Baseball has some crazy things. You're like, oh, this could never happen, but then it does. I think you could, you could, you could step out of the batter's box. Well, that would be a strike. All right. Well, that, that's in. I, you you could run the pitch clock out and accrue four balls on four straight batters, and that would, but then the game would never end. This yeah, I don't paradox. think I don't think a no pitcher is possible, folks. The lowest amount of pitches you can have in a game is uh twenty seven. If they every single pitch pops out, like first pit, every single batter pops out on the first pitch. Interesting. Is that right? Is that the math right? I mean, I there's probably some rule I don't know about. Yeah, that's probably true. All right. So we're going to talk about the pennant chases as it's now September. So this is the final month of the regular season. So the playoff races are going to heat up. Right now the Rays are on top of the AL East with an 84-48 and 48 record. The Yanks are eight games behind them. The White Sox have the AL Central locked up. They are 77-56. and 56. And the Astros out West are 78-54. and 54. They have a five-game lead over the Athletics. So... Right now, the playoff picture is currently the Rays would have the one seed. They would take on the winner of the wild card game, which would be between the Yankees and the Red Sox. And then the second series would be a White Sox Astros in LDS. How do you feel about that, Davis? Uh, as a Padres fan, I mean, obviously, we're not talking about the Padres, but I just want to throw that in there real quick. I'm not happy that the Padres are falling apart. But, you know, I think the playoffs are shaping up to be looking pretty good right now. Yeah, I mean, your your second favorite team is the Rays, and your first is the Braves. So I'm sure you're pretty happy over there with how it's all panning out for you. Yeah, and over in the National League, we have the Braves in their playoff spot, uh, the Brewers in theirs, and the Giants in theirs, respectively, although they only have a half-game lead over the Dodgers at this point so we're excited we'll bring you more baseball coverage as the september goes on but other than that we're going to head to a quick break and when we come back we'll be talking to chris smith mr minecraft who is building auburn university and auburn alabama in the world of minecraft we'll be right back Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis Carroll, and I believe we have Mr. Chris Smith calling in on the phone. Is that correct? That's right. How's it going, fellas? Doing extremely well. Can you hear us all right? Yeah, sure can. Sure thing. All right. We are absolutely enthralled to have you in the studio with us this morning, calling in from where now? Texas? Plano, Texas, yes. Awesome. Great to hear it. So, for those of you who do not know, 
Mr. Smith has taken on the Herculean task of recreating the city of Auburn, the Auburn University, the surrounding area in the world of the online computer game Minecraft, which is it's pretty cool. So um, initial thoughts on that, Davis? Any questions for Chris to open up? I just want to say it looks really good so far from what I've seen. And I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's crazy, and it's, it's ridiculous. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff, but it's um, just I mean, a little... A little background on it. It's it's actually the exact same project that um, went viral um, back in uh, 2014. Whenever um, a guy named Trey Long, he built like basically primary campus first, and uh, and then so he he eventually burned out. He's still part you know of the project, and he um, he's actually going to do the architecture building soon. But it's uh, yeah, he he ran himself into the ground. Plus, he was in school at the time. So, but he turned it over to me, and you know, I, uh, I mean, I went to grad school for video game design, and so I mean, I came in wanting to just expand what he did, and uh, it's it, it's off and on, but yeah, it's it's really stinking cool. Yeah, it's um, good stuff. So yeah, I, I guess I had kind of naively assumed that this was a a solo project. But how many people do you currently have, or at any given time, working on uh, the project? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. He did. Um, he did most of campus by himself while he was in school. His brother helped out a little bit. Um, and basically, there there are two people. Right. I mean, he and I, and like one of the guys helped a little bit. Uh, and I'm. I'm not. Yeah, this is the weird thing. A whole bunch of people are asking, "Hey, can we get on?" And it's, you know, and I'd love to, but I mean, it's it would be. I mean, I don't have the time to back this thing up every night, and you know, just it'd be a policing and people management thing, and I just, you know, that's kind of hard to. Yeah, as a, as someone who has played a bit of online Minecraft myself, I am all too aware of, of how impossible it is to police people and make sure it doesn't get out of hand. So uh, when it comes to creating the actual buildings and landscape of campus itself, do you just kind of have to, I I know you can only get so much out of looking at a picture. So is there a lot of kind of mentally placing yourself in on campus you have to do to make sure everything looks right from when you're in your, not in your bird's eye perspective? Yeah, everything well, Google Earth Pro has has a ruler tool, um, and that that has been the you know, that's been the uh, staple. I mean, it's even when he built the initial campus, he I mean he measured it. I mean, all these buildings are as close. I mean, you're dealing with one meter blocks, so I mean that's but it's it's as exact as you can. We've made the uh, the lower quad dorms. We did make those wider. Um, just so they look a little bit closer because the other bathroom windows, you know, were like one brick wide, and it was just you know, it looked weird. Yeah, and but, I I assume um, you have to take a few creative licenses here and there, conti- considering you're you're transforming a, a 3D real world environment into you know, like you said, one meter by one meter blocks. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, well, what I mean, what was really 
hard as I was trying to get the terrain right, and you know, we didn't have tools to do it. And you know, basically, we're just, you know, using world edit, we're digging out. Um, and I was getting, I was getting to the right places, but it was you know, the terrain wasn't flowing, um, and it just it was hard to get there. And then um, I, I ran across this um, a mod pack that these other people were using on, on this build the earth project. And they tried to recruit me to do that. But when they, div- like when they auto generated the terrain for Auburn, it was, um, like seven degrees off rotated and everything was, everything's already going to look weird Yeah. in the first place. But, but then you screw it up like that. I was, I was like, whatever. So I got this mod pack and I generated all the terrain myself and it was the correct, um, and north south rotation and so and i got that and pasted it underneath you know our current buildings um and that's how we got all this new terrain it was uh and it, it makes a ton of difference yeah i saw on the twitter page which if you're not following at mc on twitter you should be to check out these awesome pictures i have cycling on the live stream right now that uh, Chris has put on that Twitter account. Be sure to do that. So one of the most striking images I saw on the Twitter was that you had uh, used that that tool, I guess, that um, GIS tool to map out the entire terrain map of the entire University Boulevard loop, the entire Auburn surrounding area. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that- um, and th- there's also an image a little bit further down where it shows the map where. Um, I've got all that terrain captured in another save file, and I actually have the uh, entire loop. Um, it goes out past the airport now, and uh, but you know that's so far down, so far down the road that we could ever use that. But while you know while the plugin's still working, you know I went ahead and yeah, might as well capture as much of the terrain as you can. Um, yeah, and it, it's really unique in that. Um, just one of the pictures that struck me was the picture of the campus green. How how you're dealing with a, a very smooth slope, but you have to deal with a one meter drop off every time. So uh, the way you can transform that, that, how it translates from the real world to Minecraft is actually very impressive how you were able to contour that landscape to be so realistic looking. Yeah, I appreciate that because that area has been something that, you know, like a lot of the harder things you put off, like <laughs> I don't want to tackle that right now because it's going to take so much time, but like the hardest thing about that area is when he built the stadium, you know, he, he wasn't even going to try to rotate it right. Mm-hmm. That you know, be possible. So it's actually true north south, and you know, the AU logo on the east side of the stadium you know, normally points towards the green, but now it's pointing towards Haley Center or or the new student center. I mean, and it's it's so, but it turned out so well; it's hardly noticeable. Right. You, and, you you can you're already looking at a at a at a world of blocks, so you can suspend your disbelief a little bit in terms of which way things are facing. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's about the that's going to be the last thing. I think that and the jungle. I think we're going to leave them north south, but uh, it, you so, know, yeah. So when I'm working on a big Minecraft building project, the the big problem I have is always wanting to move on to something else before I get done with something. Do you have that, that problem where you're constantly <laughs> jumping around between projects? Yeah. I'm, it's, I just, 
it's whatever I feel that day. And I mean, it's, you know, some people ask for stuff and, you know, I'll get on there, but yeah. And I'm ADD anyway, and so I'm bouncing around all over the place. It's, uh, you know, it keeps it fresh as well. So, so will you have kind of just wake up one day with, with, with something in your mind's eye and have to have to tackle it rather than scheduling out what you're going to work on at any given point? Yeah, I don't. I have a list of stuff, and you know, when people request things, I mean, like last night a guy was. He said, you know, "Hey, there are stairs and windows here," and so I was like, "All right, sweet." And I went and did that. And was, you know, so, I mean, yeah, anybody out there, if you see something that's not right, just shoot it over. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, just as Chris said, if you're if you're not following at MC Aubie on Twitter. You just if you he posts some pretty cool. I mean, I see you have the shaders turned all the way up and the fog and all these cool effects that would probably honestly turn my computer into a pile of dust <laughs> if I tried to do that. But um, if you want to, yeah, head over check out those pictures, the ones I have scrolling on the live stream. And yeah, as Chris said, if you see something that's not right, some stairs out of place, some trees in, that are the wrong height, go ahead and reply. And um, I, I know I know he doesn't obviously have enough to do, so I'm sure Chris can take care of that. Yeah. The the weird thing about it is he had all the trees and shrubs and everything in, but whenever I was lowering all the buildings into place, um, and all of them were close. I mean, within a couple of blocks, but um, I had to like have a top down view and look and see, you know, is it in the exact right place, but all the bushes and everything and the sidewalks that we jacked up into the air, they were blocking where I couldn't see. So I had to wipe all those out whenever we dropped them in with the train. So that's, that's the reason it looks bald, basically. Right, and um, so so about those shaders, do, is that something that it just in playing Minecraft you've accrued? Is is the uh, is is the cinematic kind of looking things, or is that something that you've? No, that's a that's a shader pack. I, uh, let's see, complimentary shaders, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And but I I tried a bunch, and that one. That was tunable, and man, it like you talk about you know turning your computer into power dust. Mine is eight years old, and when I built it, it was a beast. But you know, it it, <laughs> it struggles when I got the shaders turned on. I've crashed the server a few times flying around. Yeah, on, but, uh, I my big question is for you, Chris. Um, at what point do you think you'll be satisfied with Auburn or like with the bill? Do you think you're going to go all the way to Opelika or you're like, you're going to finally place the last brick on little Italy's and you'd be like, okay, this is it. Um, I mean, good question. I just, I want to initially, you know, before we let other people, you know, play it is, um, at least get, I mean, what we consider, downtown Auburn and a couple blocks within campus Mm -hmm. and just I mean it's all yeah and I'm getting so many of these questions man like I've got almost like 800 new followers just since last Friday and so it's been kind of overwhelming sitting in church and my phone's buzzing my wife's like (laughs) but I mean the goal it's, I got out of grad school, video game grad school, and I wanted to, um, I mean, literally the second week we're in school, you know, our, our school was 
like spun up by guys who worked at EA. And so the second week of school, guys come in just handing out copies of BF2 like it was, you know, candy. And so <laughs> we were just we were blown away by this. And so I got out of school wanting to make, have like an open source 3D Auburn project where, you know, if there's ever a way you could make, you know, a first-person shooter, if you could put your own world in a first-person shooter, you know, I wanted to have that ready. Right. And so, you know, we didn't have time. And then my daughter, who, you know, she she shows me this Minecraft world, and so I, I, I reach out to Trey. I'm like, dude, <laughs> let me see it. And he was and he's nice enough to do it, and, uh, and he was burnt out by that time, too. So. And I took it and ran with it. So. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, I think we've... We've talked a lot about the Minecraft world, but um, if, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk a little bit about what your experience was as an Auburn Tiger and uh, how you've kept continued that, uh, that legacy, you know, obviously moving over to Texas and continuing to work on something that is as cool as this Auburn project. What is it like working on a physical model of Auburn while not being in the physical space of Auburn and what kind of what you did at school. Um, you told me you were the captain of the roller hockey team. So I'm obviously super interested in that as a hockey fan. So yeah, maybe you could just elaborate on what your experience as an Auburn Tiger was. Yeah, I was um, a graphic design major. Um, it was, it, it was the roller hockey club. It wasn't, I mean, I was, I mean, we were running through, you know, more money than we had worth of wheels playing on tennis courts. Yeah. And it just, it was horrible, but it was still fun. And, um, but, uh, I, you know, I did play, uh, roller hockey in Dothan for a while. Um, and the guys would always come down from Auburn to play whenever we had pick up. And so that was, that was cool to be able to, you know, hook up with them again. But it's, um, yeah, it wasn't much of a, a hockey experience. It, it was just more, you know, it, it was rough. That, that Lakewood Commons tennis court. Yeah, gosh, that thing's horrible. But um, now my dad, my dad ran track at Auburn, and so I just wanted to wear the colors. So uh, I toyed around on the cycling team as well. I mean, never got anything done, but uh, you know, just we all want to be a part of be a part of Auburn. So but the weird thing about the whole the world, the being out here and doing it is I actually, you know, whenever we came back for Christmas last year, I, I drove to Auburn and then I told Trey later, I said, you know, it didn't really help me <laughs> with this project because all the tools we have, it's, I can get close enough. And, you know, I said, I mean, God, we have so many, I mean, so many tools available to us. It's just, I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't have to be around to do it right. I mean, I, I had a good enough memory of you know, what it was like. But it is weird to reference photos. Well, like you'll have eight reference photos of a building, mm -hmm. and everything other than the bricks are different in every single one. <laughs> it's just like, what the heck? You know, they just redo stuff so quick. Yeah, that's that's another thing I was going to bring up is that. I mean, even in just my five years here at Auburn, I, there's so much has changed that I, I can imagine going off of uh, Google, Google Earth, like you said, or even just looking at pictures of buildings to get exteriors right. 
that I, I imagine if you turn up one day to Auburn, it may look completely different. I mean, and I just the the Mel classroom building springs to mind as something that just popped up effectively over 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 a year and completely changed the landscape of the entire north side of campus. Yes, it is. We uh, that's that's on the list. <laughs> so much, there's so much to do, but yeah, yeah. As I said, it is a a Herculean task you have you have ascribed to yourself. Yeah, it's. I mean, if it wasn't if it wasn't fun, um, the ETC podcast, Kyle Loomis, he asked us um, at the end of an interview there. He said, "Why Auburn? Why have y'all done Auburn?" And it's and I, both of our answers are the same thing. Probably the only thing I would spend this much time doing <laughs> at Minecraft. You know, it's like it's. I mean, Minecraft's so weird because it's. I mean, you can argue that the staying power of this game came. I mean, mostly from the YouTube, you know, sensation or uh, YouTube revolution, right? Whatever. But this. I mean, the only reason I've I continued to put time into it is. Because of the staying power of this game, it's not going anywhere, mm-hmm. and it's just you know, it's going to be gone, and it's a complete waste of time. You know, I can back it up as OBJ or something, uh, and there there are tools to do all that. So, I mean, this all this three D data will never be lost, and that's you know, one of the only reasons I'm never uh, I keep I keep doing it because you know, it's not going to be a total waste of time. Yeah, I mean, you bring up an interesting point that Minecraft is, I mean, just in my short time playing video games has probably been the most evergreen title that has ever been released. Uh, you know, I've been playing for over 10 years at this point, and to, to see it looks, I mean, it's instantly recognizable uh, in such an iconic fashion that I think that's, that's what stuck. I think that's why this project has resonated with so many people. I mean, I've, I've been so eager to share it with so many of my friends I used to play Minecraft with, I used to go to Auburn with, just because, <coughs> just because it's so iconic. And I think uh, for that reason, it's such a perfect medium to kind of create a little niche community around what you're doing. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I appreciate you sharing it. I mean, a lot of people have. Good grief, I had 300 50 followers last Friday, and now it's like 1,100. <laughs> so it took that one picture, that one picture with shaders, like you said, that actually could be real. You have to do a second take. And yeah. Holy crap, this is Minecraft. And I mean, that's been the goal of getting that area correct, slowly getting it as, as correct. And man, I'll take pictures, and I will get, I'll go to angles where you don't see the incomplete craft. <laughs> I just like I hide a lot of bad, ugly stuff that you know hasn't been fixed yet with you know with the angles that I. Well, yeah. If you make it, if it makes you feel any better, the university does a lot of that too in its <laughs> promotional images. <laughs> nice. Um, so I, I I know Davis was was wondering if what your plans for the interiors of buildings are going to be because I know that that's where the limits of Google Earth is going to stop is being able to walk around inside the student center. Right. Some of them um, have floors. Like, most of them, uh, he put the floors in there, but uh, they don't have walls, which is, is really frustrating. I, I started to do, I've done most of one side of one uh, 
like the floors that overlooking uh, um, Plainsman Park in was it South Donahue Hall? Yes, that's correct. So it's uh, and it's difficult because you know it makes the rooms so small. I mean, you're already using up six feet, you know, just doing each wall. So it's got mm-hmm. the rooms are just so tiny, and it that's frustrating. But um, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to, and it's uh, actually all of, all the hill dorms are populated because we did one and basically we cookie cutted that uh and so all those are paste <laughs> all those are copy paste rotate and uh you know, so, you know they're all a little bit different mm-hmm. uh, so um and i assume that the, the village dorms would be the same situation with a uh, copy and pasted yes but they're empty inside they just have the floors so okay um, and I also saw you had a a, a working clock of sorts uh, brewing on on the Twitter page. Are are you a um a redstone expert or how how does that work? I am not. Trey did that, and um, if you go, um his his old page is Weegler Minecraft. Okay. And his look at the one that went went viral. It's like I forget how many um views it has, but it's a ton. But he uh. He walks you through, and um, he actually uh, he puts a second back on the clock and everything. But he did all that, and it's a uh, I am not a redstone expert. He's actually an Auburn electrical engineer, and so oh, kind of right see that, that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but it's it was cool. I mean, and it captured. I mean, Auburn online. I mean, it captured everybody's fascination. It just it blew up. So that was really. Really cool, and it was a whole lot of fun. And just, I love. I mean, everybody. I appreciate you know all the uh, all the support and the questions and helping out and the humor that's coming through on this page. Somebody asked yesterday, like, "Hey, is the the Eagles Nest going to be closed for for realism?" And I, (laughs) yep, (laughs) that's pretty funny. Yeah, so yeah, um, we'll see uh, a lot of construction, hopefully, a lot of uh, big tarps blocking your way. Um, you know, just bring the full Auburn experience to the digital world is what we're, is what we're looking forward to when this project continues. <laughs> yeah, tarps. Yes, I actually <laughs> I built, I built that crane um, in front of the library uh, one time, but tore it down. Is this, this going to be real? It's going to be... Yeah. yeah, the cranes are an integral part of the Auburn skyline, as we all know. And what do you guys think about all those, uh, all the big, colossal apartment buildings? Or, I mean, th- they didn't bother me. Like when I was driving through, like street level, but man, when it's, it's, it's going to basically, I mean, Magnolia. I mean, you're not going to be able to see the front faces of campus. It's just I don't know, I think it's kind of ridiculous. But. I have a big issue with those personally. I think it they pretty much ruined the skyline of Auburn. I mean, like, I wasn't here. I was here when maybe, like, one or two of them was up and they started building the others. So, like, you could still kind of see. I live on Magnolia, so I have to drive past a lot of them. They cause a lot of undue traffic as well that people leave in them. I just don't think they mm-hmm. look that good personally. I, I've... 
I'm pretty vocal about how I don't like them. I sound like an old person talking about them all the time. Like, oh, these darn buildings are so annoying. Yeah, it's, I mean, it gets me that, I mean, soon you, it, I mean, it's even a blimp shot will not be able to, you know, see the front of the, um, you know, engineering building. It's, it's just like, come on. Just, but, you know, they're going to do it. And I guess, yeah, I mean, from a from a real world architecture standpoint, they're 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 a bit hideous and um, not great for the uh, flow of traffic. But I mean, from a Minecraft architecture standpoint, it's already a big cube. That's true. So I mean, it's, it's already a big head start for you. Yeah, it's and they're you know they'll be easy to build because they're really plain. But <laughs> uh, all right, you know, that new parking deck where. Where Kyoto's used to be, whatever. That's it's a good looking parking deck, though. I mean, if if you're gonna if you're gonna drop a parking deck right smack dab in the middle of downtown, I think I think you may need to make it a little more handsome than than average. Good point. All yes. right. What's uh? What's the um? The Miami students is it our the Auburn have now? Is it? It's close to thirty thousand, I think. Something like that. I'll check real quick. Thirty. Good grief. Yeah, quite the expansion. Yeah, it's about twenty-five thousand, something like that. Yeah, uh, undergraduates twenty twenty-four thousand five hundred ninety-four. All right, Chris. We want to thank you for taking time out of your day and out of your busy Minecraft building to uh, sit down and talk with us for a half hour. We really appreciate it here at Compact Discourse and everybody at WEGL. You have anything you want to shout out besides at MC Aubie? Yeah, that's it. Just appreciate it, guys. Absolutely, Chris. Well, thank you once again for coming on. And can we get one more War Eagle for the fans out there? War Eagle. Absolutely, Chris. Thank you. Have a great September. And maybe we'll talk to you again sometime. Have a good one. All right, right on. Take care. Yes, sir. All right, guys, that was Chris Smith at MC Aubie on Twitter. If you want to check out his awesome buildings he has going on, and if you're watching our live stream, you can check out some of the some of my favorite pictures from that Twitter. Uh, once again, thank you to Chris Smith for coming on the show. And we're going to take a quick break for the 9 o'clock hour. And when we come back, I think we might just have J.P. Williams, DJP, and potentially Will Root to talk about some music news. So don't go anywhere. The excitement continues. You are listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. And welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com. Or you might just be watching on our YouTube page. You can check out that video live stream. Everybody wave hello to the high cam for those of us watching on YouTube 
Good morning from all of us here at Compact Discourse. It is 9.05 a.m., and we are ready to bring you the second half of the show. If you missed it, in the last half, we just talked to Mr. Chris Smith at MC Aubie on Twitter. He is the Minecraft man. He is rebuilding all of Auburn in Minecraft. If you want to hear me and Davis's interview with Chris Smith, I'll probably post a video of that on our YouTube page where you're watching this right now, or you can listen to our podcast 100% commercial free wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Compact Discourse. I do it on Spotify. It pulls right up. It's as easy as that. All right. So without further ado, let's jump right into the show. Of course, I am your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis Carroll from the last segment. And now joining me in for a Weagle Wednesday. It is a wonderful Wednesday to have you guys in the booth with Mr. Williams and Mr. Will. It is DJP and the root man, Will Root, WEGL's program director and music director, respectively. How are y'all doing this fine Wednesday morning, first day of September? I'm doing great. Um, I just like to say, like the production on this show is fantastic. Thank you, sir. I've been like listening in for the past like couple weeks, and it's just I don't know. It's nice. Like my show's kind of like laid back a little bit, and you definitely kind of throw a lot into it. So I, I really appreciate that. That sounds nice. I know JP's ready to go. He's he's like he's I like heated on the mic over here. If ready to go is one way to put it, bro. <laughs> I like see. I'm already kind of not really a morning person, and I woke up like earlier than I usually do today, just because I was like, all right. I'm going to be on time. I'm going to get there like 10 minutes before. And then lo and behold, the Tiger Transit let me down yet again. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much used to it at this point. But uh, it's still just one of those things that just never stops hurting whenever the Tiger Transit lets you down. And another thing I literally wrote down, why does no one that goes to this school know how to use a sidewalk? I'm trying so hard to not just go crazy about that. But, like, dude. No one knows how to walk on the sidewalk here. You know this, what I mean? This is some people's first sidewalk experience. That's true. I guess, bro, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like look up from your phone and see who's in front of you before it's like five feet. And like so, some of these side. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'll let <laughs> I'll let y'all. Breathe I was gonna say, so my for, goodness, Jay. Yeah, he's, really he's, bad. He's really I'm ready, ready to go, go man. Um, <laughs> one thing when I was here for Camp War Eagle like three years ago, I noticed that um. A lot of people, I guess Jack's over here adjusting. Sorry, I do adjust. Making sure I'll look at the surveillance yeah. camera. <laughs> yeah, we got to be sure we're on camera. No, um, one of the things I noticed a lot is that there are always like utility uh, vehicles driving down the concourses and the sidewalks, and I always thought that was really frustrating because I'd be trying to like walk to class, and there's like parking services driving right behind you. Like they're gonna get, like they'll come in like write you a ticket for parking in a spot for five minutes, but then they're gonna turn right around and drive right down the concourse in front of everybody, like in during a class change. That's one of those things I've always found interesting about all. As a bike rider, I'm kind of partial to the vehicles in yeah. that they really cut a path that you can use. Um, I uh, The Panda Express one, back when, are there still two Pandas? I don't there, know if the four, The one in Terrell, is that? No, Terrell closed like there. a couple of years ago. I think. Right, There's right. one in Foy, though. Shows what I know. All well, right, you, so there, there was. I don't know if it is there anymore. I, I think it's still there. There used to be a golf cart that would drive between the two Panda Expresses, which goes right down the Haley Concourse and would cut just like Moses a path <laughs> of all the freshmen. And I could effectively, you know, just hitch a ride, hitch my bicycle to the back of that and, and ride that all the way to safety. So as a bike rider, I'm partial to the to the vehicles but i do understand how you know any kind of mixed traffic is going to cause cause some issues on any kind of thoroughfare so yeah and as someone who will occasionally ride a skateboard i i haven't done that yet this year just because i knew how many people were going to be here but i really don't think that riding a skateboard is something that's feasible before like three in the afternoon here 
like you got to wait until at least like the majority of students are already done with class for the day and they're going to get off campus because I, I mean, like, I, I think I've mentioned it before about how I almost took out some football players' ankles my freshman year. <laughs> so ever since then, I've been really cautious with riding around campus. But especially with this many people, bro, like, you got to really be careful. I think I have, like, out. a tally going right now of how many people I've seen fall off of skateboards just in the past two weeks. What's it at? Uh, I think we're about three right now. I was walking down to Louder the other day, and there was a guy who was coming out of Haley Center. He threw his skateboard down, immediately fell off in front of a crowd of about twenty people. <laughs> oh. I felt, I felt really bad for Shaq him. Shaq Ten, right yeah. there. You know, it builds character. It really does. I've fallen on the concourse. I think everyone has to fall on the concourse at least one time before, uh, before they graduate. Knock on wood to get so the I full experience. Gonna, I'm gonna plan on not doing that. Oh, it's gonna happen. Those bricks are really uneven. I've, I've tripped that. on the stairs in. The student center before. Does mm-hmm. that count? No, it does not count. Ah. You got to be in front of everybody for it to count. All right. So before we get too deep in discussion, we do have some quick campus announcements we want to bring to your attention. Yeah. Tonight, Auburn UPC is putting on their open mic night. That is tonight, about 30 feet from where we're sitting right now in the vertical direction at the Starbucks, um, or around the Starbucks, rather. Um, that is going to be put on by UPC and The Circle. Our friends over at The Circle also are awesome sound engineers here at Weagle are going to be taking care of the AV. So that is tonight, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. in the Melton Student Center by the Starbucks. I just follow the sound of the music. Um, go to aub.ie slash open mic night. That's aub.ie backslash open M-I-C night for more information and potentially to sign up if you are feeling the music tonight. It is an open mic night after all, so you never know what you will hear. Also, just announced today, Auburn UPC is putting on another uh, movie night. It is Mortal Kombat night. (laughs) You can believe that. Thursday, September 2nd, 7.30 p.m. in the Student Center Ballroom. Head up to the Melton Student Center Ballroom. Probably going to be some popcorn. There usually is at a UPC movie night. So if you want to watch Mortal Kombat that's another option for you this week as the rain continues to fall. A lot of fun, exciting indoor activities for you. Also want to give a quick shout-out to Chris Tobias, who has his first inaugural show of Cheetah Print tonight. That is at 8 p.m. right here on WEGL at 91.1 FM. It is funk. It is R.A.B. It is soul. It is jazz. It is groove. It is whatever will get you moving tonight on a fine Wednesday evening. 8 p.m. tonight. That's Cheetah Print with DJ CD. You aren't going to want to miss it. And yeah, we got Woodstock Hour at 7 p.m. So actually, now that I think about it, I think we have shows going from 6, 7, and 8. Wednesdays are packed. We yeah. go Wednesdays. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got for the sure. shirt on for a reason. I normally will wear some type of like Weagle shirt on a Wednesday. I used to have a whole like fit schedule for real. And <laughs> I was hoping I'd be able to wear this one. Hey, we're, on the, we're on the air, JP. You don't have to say that. What the fit schedule? The fit schedule. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, it's like a joke, but it's also not a joke. But I don't know. It's hey man, not this, like this man likes to. This my man is dripping all the time. I guess, bro. I don't know. <laughs> all right, so Woodstock Hour tonight. <laughs> yeah, Woodstock Hour. Acoustic Little preview. Classic rock. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got like Heart of Gold by Neil Young. Uh, Lonely People by America. Got Landslide, Fleetwood Mac. Just all type of acoustic stuff. Aren't going to want to miss it. Yeah, keep that dial right here on WEGL all day long because you aren't going to want to miss any part of Weagle Wednesday kicking off with, I think, the Mackie Hour this afternoon and just banger after banger after that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure when Erin's show is going to start, but she used to have a really cool rock show at 5 p.m. 
Uh, Jalen texted me asking me about her showtime, and I told her that she was good to go this week. I'm not sure if that means she's going to do her show. I should probably text her, but I guess we'll see. All right, and then also another quick preview for you. I've got Dylan coming on tomorrow to talk about Auburn Stages, which is not on. If you have not been to an Auburn Stages, you got to check this thing out because it's one of the coolest events that gets put on on campus. It's absolutely free, and it's absolutely amazing, and it goes on pretty much every week. Dylan has just all these connections into the music world, and he makes things happen week after week. Um, so we are excited to see what is happening on Thursday. So that is tomorrow at 5 p.m. Cater Lawn, come chill with us this Thursday for some music from the lovely and talented singer and songwriter Sage. Watch the sunset to some cool acoustic vibes on Cater Lawn. The event starts at 5. Sage will be performing at 6. So be sure to tune up to that one on the Cater Lawn. And we got Dylan coming on the show tomorrow to give you even more information about that event. So a lot of things happening. And of course, that information brought to you by the WEGL Instagram and Twitter that is at WEGL underscore AU. Be sure to drop a follow and get ready for daily content Monday through Friday. Aaron's working super hard to get that ready for you. And we are super excited to check it out. One last plug. If you want to get your opinion on the show, if you have any questions or comments, concerns, complaints even, shoot that as, as a tweet to at cdiscau. That's at c-d-i-s-c-a-u. If you're watching on YouTube, it's right there on the screen. If you're listening, that is once again at c-d-i-s-c-a-u. That's short for Compact Discourse, Auburn University, of course. But we're going to head to a quick break, and when we get back, I think DJP and the Root Man have some music they want to chat about. So you aren't going to want to miss that. You are listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com, or our YouTube page. Just search for WEGL 91.1. I'm Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis, JP, and Will. We'll be right back in about two minutes. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside Davis Carroll, who's been sitting in here with me since 8 a.m. What a trooper. We also got DJP and Will Root, WEGL programming and music directors, sitting in the booth with me, getting ready to, to provide you another great segment. JP's got some music stuff prepared as it is another Weagle Wednesday. We also want to shout out that we've got some great programming coming up this evening. I believe three awesome Weagle shows starting at 5 p.m. So keep that dial right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, including Cheetah Print. You can go to at Debias on Instagram to check out the promotional image of the week. It is pretty cool. You aren't going to want to miss it. All right. So we are sitting in the booth right here in the Bradley Basin WEGL Studios in the Harold Melton Student Center, and I've brought two 
music aficionados on the show with me today to discuss a little bit of music. And you know, I know Davis, he 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 has a Spotify account too. So <laughs> big music <laughs> fan over here. Not yes. as big as these two though. Yes, your average music enjoyer, right? Yeah, here. average music enjoyer, the the Chad music <laughs> listener meme. But okay. I see that Jack's already got is that Saw Rock pulled up over there? So yes, sir. Is that what you've been listening to lately? Yes. If you want to bury the lead, that is indeed what I've been <laughs> listening to lately. Okay. That's what's you got the record, don't you? I like, sure do. Okay. So all right. I average music ask, listener. Yeah, average music <laughs> Giga listener. Giga Chad music listener. Giga <laughs> all right. So I'll I'll go to I'll toss it over to Will Root. So like if you could pull up your most recently saved song on Spotify or just like what have you been listening to? Like, what's been in your rotation recently? Man, that's actually a really tough question. I'm going to pull it up right now. See, like, a lot of the stuff that I get from my show, I usually just pull up from my Discover Weekly. Like, uh, uh, that's basically, like, at this point, I've pretty much built my music tastes on Spotify, so it kind of just does the work for me if I want to go through and look for it. I know I've been listening to a bunch of Wallows recently because I went up to Kansas City to see one of my friends, and she's a really big Wallows fan. So I kind of got back into them, and I really... I don't, I don't know, like, I kind of got introduced to Dylan Minnette through, you know, the 13 Reasons Why show he was on there, and then I, it turns out he was, like, in a band, so, I mean, it was pretty cool, and I really like their sound, so that's what I've been really uh, listening to a little bit of recently. Very nice. Davis, how about you? I've been listening to a lot of stuff, but most recently, I've been listening a lot to Pierre Bourne's album, The Life of Pierre Five. It's a pick of it. It's a very fun album. He's Makes got four others? No, he has one other. That's the joke. It's just called Life of Pier 5. It's just a really fun album. Makes me really happy listening to it. It's like how Star Wars started with four. Yeah. That's a good joke. Through the wind? I mean, he's going to have like some some prequels or whatever. He's going to have some old ones. Maybe. Hey, yo, the Pierre prequels? That'd be awesome. Ooh, that might be a future uh, You hear that a lot. Well, uh, for me, I've kind of been (laughs) listening to, okay, I was listening to the Outcasts Aquemini on my way over here. So that's a really good album. That's from, uh, that's let me album. see, I think like 98 maybe. Yeah, 1998. Uh, I've been listening to more Neil Young recently. been trying to get back into Neil Young. Uh, Future Birds, that's another good Ooh. album. If, if we're going to talk about birds yeah. and the colorful bird again. But that and a little bit of Chili Peppers. Sorry. What, oh, was that but the... I'm trying to see a colorful bird. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. you, gotta, you know, I keep the colorful bird button on deck. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to see a colorful bird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all I have for that first question, but I also wanted to talk oh, about... Oh, I mean, hmm? I have been listening to, to Sob Rock a little bit. Yeah, you keep going. Um, Tell me so, about yeah, that. over the summer, I, what, it came out in July, so um, what I would do is just sit on the porch, you know, listen to it all the way through. Uh, that, that's that's the, probably the best way. I mean, to disconnect from the world and listen to an album, that's one of that's one of life's simple pleasures. Oh, just yeah. check out for a moment, you know, put the phone away. All that's doing is to Spotify. That's all you need. And um, so I, I just, it's, it's hard for me to pick a favorite song off of that album just because, I mean, I still have yet to com- com- completely shape my opinion, if you will. It's going to take a little longer. But it seems to get stuck in my head a lot. Um, Last Train Home, which is the, is the top song on the album, it's, um, it's very catchy. But um, I also like Wild Blue a lot because it's, it's very chill. It's very acoustic. And that's kind of the vibe of the album is um, a little... You know, John Mayer started with a little chill acoustic vibe. He got a little rock and roll, you know, got a Frank Ocean feature, got <laughs> a little crazy. Wow. Uh, but now, yeah, back back to Sob Rock. And then um, I know Why You Know Love Me, while controversial and it's grammatical verb tense, um, I, think it's, I think it's a great song, and it, it's a very catchy song. 
so- songwriting prowess aside, I think the music speaks for itself. Yeah, and John Mayer is incredibly talented. I cannot wait to see where he ranks towards like the end of his career because he's been on this uh, Grateful Dead thing lately with Dead and Company. So that's been really mm-hmm. cool to see him doing that. But I, I like John Mayer. I don't listen to like all of his music like religiously. Like I'm not like a diehard John Mayer fan. But I mean, I'll definitely give his music a listen. Like I still haven't heard this album. I have a friend of mine who absolutely loves John Mayer and sent me some of the merch, like the John Mayer Sob Rock merch, like the wild blue, the tie-dye shirt or whatever. Okay, okay. So I thought that was cool. I think I might get that. But I, I'm not going to buy a T-shirt until I listen to the album. Cause then it'd be yeah, like, then you'd just be a poser. Yeah, exactly. And we, we don't do none of that here. Are you we don't? Davis? Yeah, Davis in his Ichiro T-shirt. I'm an Ichiro fan. Yeah, he is. Yeah. A, I thought you were a Padres fan. I am. My second favorite team is the Mariners. You can't okay. not be He's an Ichiro's coping. fan. Yeah. Everybody loves Ichiro. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Do you, li- <laughs> do you love Ichiro, JP? Dude, I don't really know enough about baseball. Did you ever watch uh, – I heard y'all talking about John Boyce earlier, but, like, the entire history of the Seattle Mariners. Of course I have. Oh, I'm watching the Falcons one right now. I have, I'm have. i going to wait till they're all out so I can, like, binge them in one day. Yeah. No, the Mariners series, that was what got me through the first month of quarantine for sure. Such a good series. Mm-hmm. JP, I do – I will say I do a one – I own a band shirt that I found at the thrift store. It's really cool. I might wear it tomorrow since I'm referencing it now. It's a Rush T-shirt. Ooh, it's really cool. It has like the Tom, like the the dude standing there. Tom Sawyer. That's one of their songs. Yeah. Is it from song. that album? I think that one's like Moving Pictures or something like that. I mean, the thing is, my point is, I don't really listen to them. I've listened to them a little bit just so I can be familiar enough that if a dad walks up, he's like, "You like Rush?" I'd be like, "Yeah, Tom Sawyer," and I walk <laughs> away. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, that that album, Moving Pictures, is it this one though? Or is it something different? No, it's just, I mean like it's like the thing they have on their like drums is like the dude with the back. He's like this. He has like his. He has, he has oh, up. the the like the blue looking album. I'll, Hold on. I'll look into it, J- <laughs> JP. You're you're asking me about albums I haven't listened to. You failed the test. This, JP's, this guy, JP's the he dad. Got you. No. He got you. JP's look the on look on their drum. Hand this to JP. Look on their drum set. Davis, you realize that JP's the dad that's gonna ask you about the rush. That's what I'm saying. And you failed the test dad. already. Like with the with the star, and he's standing there with his hands on it. I'm doing the hand positioning too. Yeah, you just okay. lost all credibility right there, just trying to. My, po- her, my the, point is that I. My, my, what I'm saying JP. is that I. That's the. I am a poser for a Rush T-shirt that I have. That's my point. I have one band shirt. It's a Tame Impala shirt. It has jellyfish on it. It's really cool. Did you know that Tame Impala is only one guy? Oh yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, did you know uh, that? <laughs> wait, who's the drummer in that band? What is? What's his name? Tame? I think his name's something like yeah, Rex Orange Tame County. Oh yeah, that's what. Yeah, you're right, Jack. All right, JP. I'll let yeah. you get this train back on the tracks. Uh, I mean, I don't really know where the train was going. Train just left the station. But okay, <laughs> I was gonna pull up the this day in music history, but I'm gonna need a second to actually find like what day and what year was like worth talking about but let's see it's 2021 uh it's like september i'm trying to think of any albums that came out uh this month well today in music history david just got owned as a poser yeah i I was admitting that that's the only shirt that i have that i'm a turn this guy's mic off I'm you know, I I don't I haven't listened to Rush either. I can't say anything. It's a cool shirt. You would have got it too. I probably would have. I I would be a poser as well with you. So I'll I'll stand I'll stand up for you. When it comes to my music t- taste, the the shirts usually come before liking the band. You know, you buy the shirt yeah. and then you start listening to the band as a result. But one begets the other. The band shirt that I hate the most 
is the Target Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon one. I hate it. Oh, I have I have one. I saw it today actually walk into the show. It's the uh the Joy Division shirt. Okay. I feel like everyone has that. I actually you know, I'm I I found this one shirt that I'm actually gonna get. It's a white T shirt, but it has the Joy Division shirt on the white T shirt. Mm, subversive. <laughs> yes. Yes. A little little, little social little commentary bit, yeah, on your yeah, shirt. A little bit of humor right there what we in the industry call a joke (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty bad at taking jokes if you can't tell i'm a very literal person (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's gonna be another one of those sound bites or something good i think i'm trying to see a colorful bird (laughs) (laughs) i think that one's pretty funny the the, the colorful bird i had no idea that that was gonna turn into the what it is now we got another sound bite last night on my show which one? Which uh, we so we had my I had a caller into my show last night. It was one of my good friends from uh, up in Tennessee, and he's about to sign off. And I'm like, he goes, okay, well, is it cool if I do a station idea? I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely, go ahead. So JP's over on the phone, and this man goes, all right, listen, and then JP cuts it off immediately. Yeah, so. I didn't have the headphones on, so I didn't really know what was going on. I just was gonna drop him from the phone call because I I had put him on the air because Will had never used the phone before. So, uh, Caleb, if you're out there, I apologize. Yeah, Sorry. I, I, I also don't know how to work phones, which is very interesting. It, it's not too bad, for real. Like, I, I mean, I kind of figured it out pretty quickly. All right. Well, with that, we're going to head to a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue discussing music with DJP, the Root Man, and future library employee, Davis Carroll. Potential future library. Ooh. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart. We'll be back after these messages in about two minutes. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com, or we hope you're watching on our YouTube page. That's just search for WEGL 91.1 on YouTube and look for that blue and orange eagle profile picture to check out our live stream or video on demand. You can fast forward, rewind, pause, whatever you like. You can also go to your podcast player of choice and search for Compact Discourse and get the podcast. It is 100% commercial free if i can go to the one host cam real quick just search for compact discourse it's that easy um, for our entire backlog of shows we are back in the studio bradley Bays and wegl studios here in the harold melton student center i'm your host jack hart joined alongside jp williams will root and davis carroll jp is ready to bring us some this day in music history that is a weagle wednesday we not only have an open mic night event going on at 6 30 tonight at the Harold Melton Student Center, we also have some awesome shows lined up, including JP's Woodstock Hour and Chris Tobias's Cheetah Print coming on tonight at 7 and 8 p.m. respectively. So keep that dial right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. And JP, take it away. Well, I just wanted to talk about Woodstock and Cheetah Print again one more time because that's going to be awesome, dude. I, I wish that I wasn't going to have to miss the first half to go finish up with the emceeing, but I'll probably come hang out for the last half of cheetah print if i had to guess but 
So this day in music history, on September 1st, 2011, Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day was thrown off a Southwest flight. Now, remember, this is Southwest Airlines. How much is the ticket for Southwest? It depends on where you're going. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's known for like not being super expensive, but he got thrown off for wearing his pants too low. Uh, the flight attendant had approached Armstrong and told him, pull up. Pull your pants up or get off the plane. <laughs> and uh, let's just say he got thrown off the plane. And also on this day, Conway Twitty was born. He's known for a couple songs. Uh, Hello, Darling. I know that Gavin's actually played one of his songs, probably a couple of them. I just remember one time I was listening to Gavin's show, which is Country Boots and Roots, Fridays, 1 to 3. If you're looking for your country fix on Weagle. That's a great show. It's, it's a, a good fantastic show. It show. is awesome. It's like the most authentic country show you can imagine. He played... Uh, like rest your love on me I, I like conway 20 so yeah that's pretty much all i got for this damn music history let's see what else i got to bring up we do y'all want to talk about movie soundtracks favorite sure, movie sure soundtracks thing. yeah and that can be either like a tarantino movie that's got all like a bunch of like famous songs or it can be something like the dark knight which are pretty much the most basic examples but i figured it'd be the easiest one you're for missing audience. the best person to have on the show for this alex alex takes the soundtrack class and that's all he talks about maybe he, maybe we aren't missing him then call him <laughs> get him to call in yeah get him to call in he, uh, well he's probably in class he's probably, right now, he's probably in soundtrack i could probably i could probably, yeah, I could probably recount i could probably class. recount to you all that he's told me about soundtracks if you really want that go yeah. on for a while. All right, do you want to kick us off, JP, or, or pass it around the horn? Okay, well, I'll, I'll kind of start it off. I'm not going to say my favorite one because there's so many of them that I really enjoy, but I'm going to start off with the most underrated, underappreciated one, and that's Kung Fu Panda. Mm. Hans Zimmer. That's Hans Zimmer's work. Is it really? Oh, yeah. I did not I did Uwe's not know legacy, bro. Fire. Hans Zimmer knows what he's doing. I mean, yeah. Hot he take even has a master class now. So that's awesome. Good for Hans. Learn how to orchestrate. That'd be dope. I, I I really enjoy classical music, and he's kind of turned classical music into contemporary. It's it's been cool to see that over the years. So shout out to Hans. Yeah, shout out Hans. <laughs> shout out my man. And Hans. then when it comes to like movies that have like a just good overall soundtrack with like good music in it, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is always going to be one. Any Quentin Tarantino movie, I I think Django Unchained is probably another one of my favorites because it's got I Got a Name by Jim Croce. Love some Jim Croce fellas yeah so uh, going along with the tarantino like the once upon a time in hollywood soundtrack is probably one of my favorite overall because i was like last summer i was really starting to get into a bunch of 60s music and that's really like all that movie is just a bunch of classic 60s movie music and they come back and they throw a bunch of names out there and they have a bunch of celeb like i guess not really celebrity cameos but like people who are acting as the celebrities in the movie so i mean that was just a really cool thing just like the whole 60s vibe behind it and another one I was thinking of was uh, I actually watched this movie the other night, The Great Gatsby. I liked mm -hmm. a bunch of the a bunch of the music in there really juxtaposes like the whole 1920s feel because it's supposed to yeah. be yeah it's the, supposed to the Baz Luhrmann edition mm -hmm. that came out uh, like not too long ago yeah the one that it's like the one with uh Leo with, and, with Leo and, yeah um, Spider Man yeah and Spider Man <laughs> and Toby did Jay Z yeah. make the soundtrack yeah it was, uh, he was definitely on there I know yeah, that Beyonce was just, is on there too mm -hmm, Lana Del awesome. Rey it was just a bunch of like modern artists making music for a movie that takes place in the twenties which I thought was really cool I really enjoyed that part of the movie so. There you go. What, what y'all got? I'd say I'm gonna. Uh, my, mine's a movie I feel like y'all y'all definitely haven't heard of. It's called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. 
and it's like orke- kind of orchestral, mm-hmm. uh, some soul. It's amazing. Uh, it's probably the soundtrack I've ever I've listened to most out of movies. A Ghost Story is also another one. They're both A24 movies. Very good soundtracks. Check them out. There's the vinyl of The Last Black Man from San Francisco I'm trying to get my hands on, but it's hard to get a hold of. I mean, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Where have you looked so far? The only place it's on is Amazon or Discogs, and it's like <coughs> 80 to 100 bucks. Yeah, that's that's not cheap right there. So in terms of cinematic, like sweeping, beautiful, um, I really like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, oh, yeah. especially um, at World's End. Um, it has Up is Down, uh, Lift the Colors High, you know, just very uh, s- grand, like swashbuckling, like larger than life musical pieces, which are great for action sequences, but also just scene setters. I really like so that as far as a traditional movie soundtrack, I think I think that's also Hans Zimmer. So um, really great work there, especially in At World's End. I think is is the best of the of the original trilogy. But in terms of just a movie that is made so much better by its soundtrack, it's made iconic by its soundtrack, and it's just such a weird collection of songs that work. Is Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah, just. Weird songs, you know, you have the Donkishin scene, (laughs) you have Twist and Shout, you have the Star Wars theme when they take the car out for the joyride, you have Taking the Day Off, which obviously uh, is the whole theme of the movie, Edge of Forever, March of the Swivel Heads, you know, the iconic jumping over the fences scene at the end, like, it's made by the music. I mean, obviously the movie's great if you take away all the music, but what's sticks out in my head and what makes me remember scenes in the movie is every time I hear a song that is in the movie. And I think the fact that there's no like set genre, they're all just weird, unique, different songs that come together. And it like, there aren't movies like that anymore that are shot weird. Sometimes sounds just play. I was telling um, Davis about this the other day. There's a scene where, where Jeannie's talking to Charlie Sheen's character (laughs) and she says that you can call me Shauna. I mean, there's just a sting that plays that says Shauna. They don't edit movies like that anymore. I can't make this today. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, David. I do have one more. Can I add real quick? Go ahead. Nope. I'm kidding. Let's go back <laughs> ar- back around the horn. The Danny Elfman score from Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1 or 2, I'd say. Yeah. Like the Gives me goosebumps OGs. every time. I w- yes. Okay, so... Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Whenever I was thinking of, like, different station IDs and ads last night, I was jo- going back and watching, like, movie clips, and I went through, like, the original Spider-Mans just to hear, like, all of his just one-liners and jokes and stuff like that, and... The like the soundtrack in the movie is just awesome. It's good Amazing. in pretty much all of them. But have you played the Spider-Man PlayStation Four? Yes, dude. Like the music in that game is really good. And I'm I'm gonna let Will talk. I don't want to skip over him, but I do have a segue. Oh yeah, no. And then <laughs> this one's for video games though, like Red Dead. Yeah, that's now that's that. actually my there segue. There it is. Yeah. Be, yeah. 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 <laughs> said it. To it. Said yeah. the word of the day. There we go. I got him. Wait, what was the word segue? Red, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I've uh I've been rewatching the Red Dead Redemption two campaign playthrough, just because I enjoy it. It's like, what's that look on your face over there, Davis? Nothing, bro. Well, you don't like video game Davis playthroughs. Davis is just bro? perplexed with how you spend your free time. That's all. <laughs> Man, y'all already. I mean, like I for my I, mean, YouTube I used to watch. I used to watch playthroughs. Don't get me wrong. I used to watch the Rad Brad all the time. But that, I'd much rather play a game. I I mean, like the Rad Brad's the bet. That's the only person I ever watched do a playthrough. Anyway. Yeah. I love the Rad Brad, but man, that guy can sometimes be such an airhead with video games. But it's so realistic, though, the way he is with it. It's like watching someone figure out how to play it. That's true. So it's I mean, been we're, nice. It, it, there's probably many times of any of us being being airheads during a video game. 
Oh yeah, he all said, his all all of his are just captured on film. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to like the reason I've been watching that is because I still don't have a PlayStation Four. I don't have the Xbox One. Still rocking the PlayStation Three, and I like the Red Dead One. Especially uh, whenever you're in Mexico, they play like the music with like the the horns and stuff like that, and that sounds really awesome. But my other fi- favorite video game soundtrack, uh, okay, I can barely even say what I'm trying to say right now. But the Skyrim soundtrack, I was yeah. also gonna say that too. Skyrim's yeah. awesome. Uh, Skate Three's got a good like soundtrack of all like the music in it. But Skyrim, if you started playing it, I'd probably be like a sleeper agent, and like it all come back right. I could probably like sing along to it still. I'll still study it. Like study, not study. 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 He's a music I, I will major. study a like with that music in the background. <laughs> I'll just throw the soundtrack. I did on. another playthrough of Skyrim this past summer, and it was it was very nice just to sit back and take a little time just to get get immersed in a video game again. What type know? of character were you? I was a red guard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I went. I went. Through. I wanted to get some of the uh, the curved swords, as they say, the, uh, the scimitars. 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 Yes. I had to get. Did some you get of those. the one where you, you're doing the Dark Brotherhood one? And you can go. Uh, you're supposed to assassinate the Emperor, but you don't really. I didn't. And you get, get. You get the scimitar stuck to the end of the. Yeah, I didn't get full. I didn't play. I only played for like a month. So there's oh, just okay. so much stuff to do in that game. I was. I was trying to build a house. At, That's the best scimitar, bro. Yeah. I yeah. have a little. A little bit of extra information to go with the guy from Dark Brotherhood. So the Red Guard guy with the super deep voice, whatever. He's also the uh, – I don't even know what Jack's doing right now. He's making – Jack never out. played Skyrim. I'm out. He oh, oh, okay. My show has so, been hijacked you know what, by the nerds. At, whatever, man. Geek you know at AMC, there's always we're talking like about the voiceover really, guy bro, for come like on. The, the ads. He's like one of the voiceover guys. It's the same voice as the guy from Skyrim. I don't know the guy's name. That's but. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Skyrim's awesome. Jack's going to play it eventually, and then he can join in in this discussion. I'll get there. All right, video game soundtrack I like, MVP Baseball 2005. <laughs> time nice. time Machine. It takes you back to like all of just like the, the terrible pop, like punk rock music that was playing, like Andrew W.K., Louis the Fourteenth. Hot, hot heat, all that stuff. Uh, there's a playlist of it on Spotify. I got it right here. Check it out. MVP05. Look for Manny Ramirez and just hit shuffle. It'll take you back in time. I might have to do that later on. Also, NCAA Football 06. Probably one of my f- most iconic music soundtracks. I, I I got it pulled up right now. Like I, oh gosh, that's a lot of stuff. Like uh, Pixies Debaser. That's one of them. That was on there. But, no, that's just, like, a great I, – I like that soundtrack. Like, that's the first, like, football video game I ever got when I was a kid, so that one brings me back for sure. All right. So we're going to head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion with DJP, Will Root, and Davis Carroll. I'm, of course, your host, Jack Hart. And we're going to come back in a few minutes with the final segment of the show. Keep that dial right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WEGLFM.com, or watching live on YouTube, WEGL 91.1 on YouTube. However you may be joining us today, we thank you for spending your morning with the Compact Discourse crew. We've had a lot of fun today. We've talked about IMG Academy playing that fake high school from Ohio. We've talked with Chris Smith, a.k.a. MC Aubie on Twitter, who is recreating 
Auburn, Alabama, in the world of Minecraft. And for the past hour, I've been talking with DJP and Will Root, the heir apparent to the music realm here at WEGL, here on this WEGL Wednesday. It's a week of Wednesday, which means we have awesome programming all day long, especially at 7 and 8 p.m. when we got Woodstock Hour and Cheetah Print. If you want to take a trip back in time to the 1970s, get your hard rock, your classic rock, your acoustic rock, and your D, your R&B, funk, soul, rhythm and blues, all of that good stuff. So keep that dial right here on WEGL all day long. And without further ado, I'm, of course, your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside JP, Will, and Davis for this final segment of this first day of September here on Compact Discourse. How are you guys feeling today? Are you excited about the outlook for this month? I'm feeling pretty good, but I also got to give a shout out to Compact Discourse for being part of the Weagle Wednesday programming. I mean, what better way to start off the day than a morning drive time radio show? You know what I'm saying? I, I hear you right there. And, and Mr. Billy this morning told me that a grad assistant was listening and said it was one of the favorite parts of his morning. So that 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 just that's what we do. That just sweetened my tea this morning. <laughs> Man, that really did just sweeten my tea this morning. I'm not even going to lie, mate. <laughs> so do you want me to do hat of the day? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's jump right into it, and so, uh, I might join you. This hat right here is a 47 brand hat. Uh, my dad gave me this hat, and I've been wearing it not every single day since I've got it. I really need to wash it because this thing is kind of nasty right now. But uh, I don't remember exactly when I got it. It's got a little clover on it, three-leaf clover, because... I like the color green. I'm not wearing any green today other than the hat, but um, I don't know. I, I make jokes saying that it's like my my lucky hat, whatever, but it's hilarious because it's got the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. But I, I would wear it almost all the time whenever I had super long hair because whenever you walk to campus with yeah. long hair, like you got to have a hat on or you're oh, going to look like right a there, ragamuffin. Yeah, so, what yeah I, don't, I don't know the issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, I'm currently donning my... I hope my hair looks okay. Uh, my Auburn <laughs> Engineering cap. It is uh, also a lovely beige color, very neutral. You can wear it with anything. Yeah, uh, it has the Auburn logo, color. you know, the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering uh, word mark right there. It is manufactured by The Game, who puts, uh, who has great, you know, kind of throwback stuff. It's a, it's kind of like a 47. It's super floppy. It's a dad hat. You can, you can wear it backwards really easily, as I've been doing for the past hour. It also has profile. the game branding right there on the bill. So, yeah, I really like this. I like repping, I like repping my major. Um, I'm an engineering major after all, so, you know, I got I to gotta wear the Auburn engineering cap from time to time. And like I said, it's a nice neutral color. You can wear it with just about anything. So this is, this is one of my go-tos. This is, if I had a baseball team of hats, this would be one of my starting pitchers. That's a good way to describe that. That's kind of how I am with this one. This is like my star player hat right here. I mean, I've got a couple other ones that I'll rotate through. I really need to get my hat game up. I've got that cool Masters hat, but that's also from the from the year that Angel Cabrera won. And he kind of, uh, I don't know, he's kind of been up to no good. So I don't really wear that one all the time. And I, I, I don't really wear it when I play golf because it's like the same material. And if you wear a hat like this material when you're playing golf, you're going to sweat through it. With you're going to have a salty hour. hat. Come, come hole number 18. Exactly. And another thing I want to say about this hat is I used to never wear hats backwards. Like I just couldn't really just, I don't know. I just never really got it. But this was like one of the first hats that I could wear backwards. I guess unironically might be the way that I would describe it. Cause I would do it as a joke. Be like, Hey, well, I don't even know where I'm going to go with that. But. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Davis, save us. All right. All right. So today's shirt the third shirt of the day. Can you see it, Jack? I, I can really see it loud and clear. Okay, so right here, 
I'm trying to keep the mic up. It's falling down. As you can see, we have Ichiro Suzuki right here, better known as Ichiro from Japan, a star player for the Seattle Mariners, also played for the Yankees a little bit. And Los Marlins. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did, yeah. Number 51, uh, arguably, I'd say arguably top five Mariner ever. That's I don't think that's arguable, actually. But what do you think, Jack? Is that, is that, a, is that a good take right there? Yeah, that's a great take. I uh, got this at the Atelier. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I got this from Auburn Vintage on Instagram. Check them out. They're really cool. They mostly have Auburn stuff, but they have recently started to have some uh, non-Auburn Vintage stuff. Got this for a crisp 20 bucks. when it picked it up the other day. And I'm actually recycling a fit. I was in this fit the other day, but not a lot of people saw it except Jack and Chris. So I'm recycling it. like the shirt. Fits really well. Awesome. I like how it says Ichiro all the way around. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mariners, there he is right there. You don't see his number, which I would have liked because 51 is a cool number to see on a jersey, like a baseball. I mean, like you could see his number on him, I mean, not on like the back. I don't like those type of shirts. But 51 is a cool, cool sports number you don't see very often. But, yeah. Especially in that Mariners font. That's the, that's the shirt of the day. That's what we're up to. That's what we're wearing. All right, so we got the hat of the day. We got shirt of the day. Oh, actually, now that Will's got Chacos on, I want to bring something up. <laughs> so the Chacos with, like, the, the the big toe strap, what do y'all think about that? Oh, I have those on right now, actually. I have them tucked down. See? So, okay, d- yeah. did you buy it with the big toe, like, on purpose? or I did not. I Actually, you know, I did. I liked the way that it looked, and I, w- I got these at Camp War Eagle, actually, so, like, mm-hmm. right before I came to school. And... I, I, I started to wear them like with the big toe and then I was walking around campus all day and it just got really irritating. So I kind of just stepped on it and now it's kind of flat. Like it's become one with the bottom of the shoe. Yeah. So I've never really been a big fan of the big toe strap. I, I honestly kind of hate it because I mean, I don't really know. I, I don't want to just start hating on the Chacos, but I have just like the regular ones and dude, I love my Chacos. Like during the summertime, I wear those all the time. Oh yeah, I wear, it's so easy just to slip them on. Plus, I like never tighten my chacos either. Like I wear them loose every single day. Like I'll just get out of bed, walking out. Just if I want to walk around like the backyard, or if I want to go do something like go to the store, like I just throw on some chacos. Like it's just super easy to get around. Yeah, for me it depends. I mean, I don't really mind strapping them up because it's not super difficult. But do you have Birkenstocks? I do not. No. Dude, once you get a pair of Birkenstocks, your Chacos are gonna get a lot less time. I might, I might get into the market for some Birkenstocks. I have been, I have been thinking about it. If I, if you want a recommendation, I would just get it like a barely used pair on mm-hmm. Poshmark because you can find them there. Someone who's worn them like once or twice and barely even worn them outside, you can get them for like half price. Mm-hmm. Like I know I got mine for less than seventy five dollars, and they're normally oh, I think nice. like above hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. They're like the perfect size. Uh, I've got a pretty skinny foot, so like the the strap wasn't fitting super well at first, so I had to like make some new holes in the strap. <laughs> but yeah, so okay. I also want to take some time to give a shout out to Keaton Silva. He's a new member of WEGL, and we've been trying to put some jazz music into our system. So thank you, Keaton, for donating some jazz music. We're gonna have some jazz music, hopefully rotating by the end of the week we got 3.2 gigabytes of jazz music now yeah. in the system or it will be in the system later it's not in there yet it's right now on my flash drive in the bullpen so oh yeah <laughs> we'll have some local music spinning here soon we're waiting on dylan to get with us about getting a couple gigabytes worth of some local music so we'll have local and jazz rotating we currently rotate 
indie music, rock music, country music, pop music, and like what, like rap music? Is it folk? Yeah. Well, that's country oh. and folk are like the Might same be, thing. Yeah. And then we have like the, the rap section at the end of the night, like right before midnight, and then it goes into the end. Yeah. I'm I'm actually excited about the local music. I feel like one of the main reasons I actually got or I wanted to be the music director here is because I feel like a lot of the stuff we play is like we play just a lot of poppy music or we have over the past few years. And I remember my my first experience with Weagle was about I don't know I want to say like maybe eight years ago or so. I was here for a baseball game with my dad and we were just driving. It was like a Sunday afternoon and they were playing a bunch of like really I guess maybe indie alternative type college music. And I was like, well, this is really cool. Like it's nice to go in and hear something that I wouldn't normally hear like on the radio or if I get on Spotify, it's not like in the top 40 or anything. So, I mean, like I'm really excited because local music doesn't get enough appreciation. Like you're not going to go in and listen to a bunch of Spotify from like bands who are around you, but it's really cool. Like I've seen a bunch of the bands who we're going to be putting on here. So it'll be nice to get a bunch of them out here and get, get them on the radio. I'm hoping we can get that Stu's EP on here because oh, the Stu's yeah? are good, man. I really hope that we can get some oh, of the music rotating on here. Yeah, so um, I guess it was either last year or the year before that. There was this guy I followed on Twitter. He was on Brave's Twitter. So he actually ended up making a band. It's called um, Ugly Runner. They're from North Carolina. And so he had they, – they released one song. So I sent him a DM on Twitter. And I was like, hey, uh, is there any chance that you have like a – mp3 of like your music so he sent me mp3 for like his whole album that he was like coming up to release so i was actually the first person to ever play his band on the radio and i still have a bunch of his mp3s that i'll be throwing into like i guess the local music section we yeah can throw it dude, in there. we can do that right after this oh yeah that's so yeah that's really cool like just being on the radio gives you just a nice vehicle to kind of talk to bands and get them like playing out on the radio because i mean it's really hard to get on the radio especially with like top 40 music that's what most stations are going to play. But with college radio, you get the privilege of actually being able to play some of the stuff that really isn't heard a lot. Yeah, now that you're the music director, all the mail that comes in here is going to be addressed to you. Oh, I can't wait for that. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to do a quick weather report, quick recap of everything that's going on this week in Weagle and around campus. And then we're going to get out of here and let you get on with your first day of september so you know don't forget to pay your rent it is the first of the month after oh, actually, all thank you for that i do i needed that right there all right currently in auburn alabama it is 79 degrees and fair outside there's only a four percent chance of rain between in the next hour or so it's going to get up to 85 degrees partly cloudy today that is your high low of 69 so a little bit nice. cooler than usual on the plains it is going to get up to about 80 and then 84 this afternoon. And then this evening, it's going to be 74 degrees with thunderstorms likely rolling in as Tropical Storm Ida continues to move across the eastern seaboard. Um, overnight temperature is going to be 70 degrees with a little bit of chance of rain as well. Um, although Ida is gone, we are currently tracking Tropical Storm Larry has just formed off the coast of Africa heading right towards the east coast of the United States. So we're going to continue to monitor that one. Hopefully it doesn't come anywhere close. But what happened to J&K? Like, Ida was like yesterday, and now we're back to Larry? I don't even know. I think they just go off the what it sounds best. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty actually, sure I can alphabetical. Actually, would you like me to ask for you? Because my – no, I'm serious. My, my, my uncle – owns a company that cleans up after hurricanes, so they're pretty knowledgeable on it, if you'd like to know. All right, I'd like to know what the J&K storms were named. I'll call my grandma after the show. (laughs) All right, so campus events. We have, of course, the open mic night tonight, 
in the Harold Belton Student Center by the Starbucks. That is put on by UPC and our friends over at The Circle. That is from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Go to aub.ie backslash open mic night for more information about that one. Or if you want to join the lineup, it is an open mic night after all. So be sure to go to that one. Check out me and JP are going to be doing some MC work there. So if you can't get enough of us, head on over to the Student Center tonight at 6.30. And if you can't get enough of us even more than that, you can tune into Weagle at 7 and 8 p.m. respectively for Woodstock Hour and Cheetah Print, which is Chris Tobias' show that I may just be featured on tonight. So get ready for that. Also, if you are in the mood for a movie as the rain continues to pour, Mortal Kombat will be shown in the Melton Student Center Ballroom Thursday, September 2nd at 7.30 p.m. There's probably going to be some snacks and drinks there as well as at previous UPC events. Also, we're going to look at Weagle Stages is once again happening this week. It's always on Thursday nights, so that is at 5 p.m. on the Cater Lawn. Sage is the artist on that one. And if you want more information about that, tune into the show tomorrow. I've got Dylan, who is the man, the myth, the legend behind Auburn Stages. He's responsible for getting it set up every week. He's going to come on and sell you what is exactly going to go down tomorrow night on Cater Lawn at 5 p.m. Any closing thoughts you guys have for, for today? What should uh, I get for lunch? It's only 10 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Well, with that right. Chick-fil-A line, if you want it at lunchtime, you better oh, yeah, punch in now. No, uh, I got let my me, Let me throw in a little bit more stuff. Uh, I'm actually going to hop on the automation system right after this is over. So if you want to tune in for some rock music picked out by yours truly, feel free to tune in. You can even call in with some requests at 334-844-9345. Stay safe, Auburn. Uh, go get vaccinated. Wear your mask. Eat healthy foods. Go to class. Go to the gym. There we go. Yeah. Drink water. Oh, yeah, drink water. Just a That's, friendly yeah, reminder. Yeah, I got my listen, water right listen here. Listen to this right here. You hear that? Refreshing. That's so refreshing. Awesome. All right. So I want to thank once again Chris Smith for coming on the show and talking to me about Auburn Minecraft. That was an awesome segment. If you didn't get a chance to hear that one, check out our podcast. It's going to be uploaded right after this should be up by around noon or you can watch the video on demand on the youtube page but other than that i have been your host jack hart and i've been joined by davis carroll djp will root and grayson moyer who's been in the background of will's camera for about the past hour doing yes. working hard to keep the station from not he's, falling he's apart doing, doing a very good job back there so thank you so much for listening to this exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, however you joined us today, whether that be from your terrestrial radio antenna, WEGLFM.com, or listening to our podcast. We would like to remind you that all of our previous episodes are available as a podcast, commercial-free, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Compact Discourse. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDISCAU, that's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U, for links to the podcast, important information about the show, and updates. You can also just tweet at us to get your conversation on the show. We want to hear your opinion and feedback. We are Auburn's only student-run morning show. You might want to go ahead and follow WEGL on Twitter and Instagram at WEGL underscore AU. That's WEGL underscore AU. Our marketing team is working super hard to provide you daily content Monday through Friday. And with that, for Jack Hart, Davis Carroll, DJP, and Will Root, this has been another episode of Compact Discourse. We wish you a great rest of your Wednesday and September. We'll be back tomorrow at 8 a.m. War Eagle. <laughs>